Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What is going on, y'all? We are back. It is another edition, a very, very special edition of No Bets Bard. It's the final UFC card of 2023, and the MMA gods have blessed us. We are going out on an absolute banger. I'm talking top to bottom. You don't get cards like this often, so you got to enjoy it while it's here. Leon Edwards taking on Colby Covington in the main event, Las Vegas, Nevada. T-Mobile Arena. And not only that, we are joined by a very special guest. He is back. Our man, your man, Tony Kaladiud. I mean, I'm it, this point, you're such What's a regular, up, I can just nail the last name, no issues. I mean, you're the John Anik of this podcast, just <laughs> nailing names. I'm not saying that, but people are saying that about me, and it, 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 it's a... It's, I mean, people told listen, me I'm that. not saying it. I'm just people <laughs> have been known to say it. Uh, and it's a it's a very high compliment. Uh, but yes, we are joined by our man, Tony of uh, Lebetard fame of uh, fight friends fame uh, of of every of everything. Tony, how are we doing, man? I'm good, boys. Uh, really excited for this card. I was telling you when you obviously the king of New York. Uh, King you New took York. me out. People also say that. Also not say me. that. Obviously, I don't give myself nicknames. People have said that, though. So when the King of New York took me out, I was there in 295 in the building uh, for the Aspinall fight, for all those fights. Uh, Connor took me out, and we had breakfast, and uh, just chopped it up like old friends do, and King of New York bought me a bagel. I mean, what, what else can I say? Yeah, just I, I do want to clear the, clear the air bagel. there. Yes, I did pay for the entire <laughs> meal, uh, put everything down, just slammed the Amex gold down. I was like, you don't worry about it. You come to New York, I, I take, take care, care of you, okay? It's just that <laughs> That's easy. That's how you become uh, yeah, the was, King of New York right there. Exactly. That's how you become. You don't let people pay. You know, there was there was no questions asked. Uh, I mean, I think it was six ninety nine for a bagel and cream cheese, so I was a big spender. Uh, you know, I had to break out a payment plan on the Amex, but uh, it's all good. It's all good. Yes, I mean, heartbreaker, by the way, that you're not going to be there. Heartbreaker. I know, I know. So I was, I was telling you, I was planning on going, and then I saw the date come out, December sixteenth. I'm like, damn, man, I know. Why does that date sound so familiar? And the reason why it sounds so familiar is that I had seen that date on my fridge for like six months. Like subconsciously, it went into my mind. I'm like, what is December 16th besides 296? I, I have no idea. My wife's like, look at the fridge, big guy. And I take a look at the fridge. I'm scanning down. We have like a couple, you know, things on the fridge. I look down. Oh, it's Danny and Gianna's wedding on the 16th. I'm like, ah, my wife's cousin. So it's like, I can't, I can't not go to my wife's cousin's, you know, wedding. They just had a kid. We've, Ugh. you know, been involved in their lives. It's not like a distant cousin. It's like somebody we see regularly. Right. And the funny thing is, the husband getting married, Danny, big UFC fan, the the father-in-law, George, my boy, 
big UFC fan. So we're going to have to like figure out father of the bride, husband, groom, and then myself. We're going to have to get into a 296 kind of zone for for at least the main card. Someone's got to have the ESPN Plus on the phone. It's going to be me. Trust me. I'm going to bring like the that. Look, I got the iPad with you. I have to bring the oh, iPad to the it. wedding. Yes, yes. Get the Wi-Fi <laughs> hooked up. Unless it's a, a data Wi-Fi, then you're then you're running beautifully. This uh, is actually you, you perfect know, you, for you, really. Because like now that's what you can contribute. You know, the father, right, the yeah. bride, he's got obligations. The, you know, the, the, right. the groom got obligations. You just be like, hey, guys, don't worry about this. I got you. Listen, father of the bride and the groom, we have to... We do have to bring into question how big of UFC fans they are that they scheduled a wedding on on a UFC pay-per-view day. Tough. Again, this was done like a year ago. So I don't think that they were locking in on the on the December card on the 16th, even though naturally every year it kind of falls around the same weekend. Around the same day. I mean around the same date. I mean, that's are you you gonna set your wedding for like the first, second week in November? No. We know what's gonna happen. Absolutely not. it's the garden. Yes, we're going I mean, to the garden. I'm that's, be what there. that's what I'm saying. So, like, that that has to come into question. Uh, you know, I mean, are we going to talk to them? And they're like, yeah, I'm a huge UFC fan. Like, I remember when uh, Holly Holm head-kicked Ronda Rousey. It's just like... <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, nine years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, I remember that too. Uh, all right. Unfortunately, you will not be there, but uh, we're still going to watch and we're still going to talk about it. We're going to talk about every single fight on this card uh, because this one is... Uh, this is a treat. You don't, you, like, you don't get these too often where it's just like, Oh, banger, 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 banger. Oh, my God, like this. Oh, the featured prelim, absolute banger. Like, it's just like, we are really getting a treat in this one. And uh, it's a perfect way to close out 2023. Um, Last week, Apex, uh, I lost units. For sure, I lost units. I mean, those (laughs) Apex cards, tough to navigate. Uh, Hot streak, I'm not going to officially say it's come to an end, but that's my first back-to-back losing week since June. I mean, I'll just give the old Barry H on that one a little pat on the back. But uh, we're not going three straight losing weeks going into 2023. I can guarantee you that I got a lot of action on the board. had a lot of bets in for a while that I like a lot. So uh, it's bounce back week, baby. It's time, to, it's time to end the year right. I love that energy. I love the idea that we're not going three, three for three, but I got a lot of bets <laughs> I'm pretty sure those two things probably don't coincide, but not only do I have a lot of bets down, I'm trying to thread the needle of taking a money line and an over under on not only the main event, but also the Kona main event. Never seen that go wrong for me. Never, never not gone two for two when I'm trying to thread the needle. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what could go wrong? That's that's essentially all I have to say. We're going to end so great. The good news is I haven't placed any bets yet. Wow. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for for the gods to show me to show me the light. <laughs> obviously, that way I can put my stuff in. And then if anything goes wrong, I blame you two guys. So I don't yes, have to blame myself yes. for that, which is I, I love when people blame me for <laughs> bets. It's my favorite thing. I love taking all that responsibility and that weight on my shoulders. Uh, I love when people tell me they're never they're not going to be able to buy their kids Christmas presents because mm. they uh, put everything on Iron Turtle last week and they lost by a split decision. <laughs> Uh, those are the best. That is, those are the best. That's, that's uh, a tough one. I'm not going to be able to buy my nephew's uh, Christmas right. presents because <laughs> I had to go lost by decision, but we don't need to get into that. Uh, let's get into 296. Let's 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 set our minds to Vegas, T-Mobile Arena, Saturday night. Let's start with the main event of the evening, the welterweight championship of the world. Leon Edwards defends his title for the second time in this year, 2023, against Colby Covington. We have not seen him. Since he fought the King of Miami back in March of 2022. And right now, you can have Leon Rocky Edwards, minus 148. Colby Covington coming back at plus 124. And I have to say, I feel like 
some people are kind of surprised at this line movement. I, I feel like people are, I, I mean, me personally, I thought that it might close more towards even, but it feels like Leon Edwards continues uh, to become a bigger favorite. Uh, and I just want to kick this one over to Jed. I'll let Jed start this off. I've heard rumors, uh, sources close to the situation um, are saying that there's potential of a max bet in play. I just wanted to see if, if there's any you know, truth to those. So the max bet hasn't been played, but the max bet can be played. Cause so here's the issue, Connor, uh, this card's good. You know, this, this is, a, is a really good fight card. It's great. Uh, there's, there's high potential with this card. You know, a lot of people like to jump in and say card of the year before it happens. We got to let the fights play out. There's potential. The, this there. there's strong. Potential. Yeah. Like, like at a, a gymnastic score, you know, like if, if everything hits here, this could be card of the year, right? This is not every card has that potential. Uh, and because of that, and because it's the last one of the year, you know, want to end 2023 on a bang. I have uh, brilliantly decided to place wagers on every fight on this card. Uh, the only way to do that's it. Never, to that's do never it. failed for us. I didn't do us. it, but it's the it's only way to do it. It's never failed for us in the history of this show, betting 13 <laughs> fights plus whatever extra action you want in there. So a max bet might not really be that impressive because a lot of my account is already going to be tied up yeah. this week. Yeah, I feel that. But I am I'm very pro Leon Edwards in this fight. Uh, he deserves a max bet. Look, I mean, you said the most important stat of all of this right at the outset. Last time we saw Colby Covington, two years ago. It's almost two years since this man has stepped in, into the cage. You know, it's just it's just a lifetime ago, basically. So wh- what are we doing here, guys? Like, why... Why is this happening? I don't want this to happen. And so outside of a technical breakdown, which I also, you know, could say, I think Leon Edwards is really good. I think that he has uh, ascended since winning the title. And that's that old phrase. You get 20% better when you become the champ. I think he showed that in the rematch with Usman. Usman was not able to have a ton of success with takedowns. Kobe Covington, a different kind of wrestler than Usman, but still, if this fight is engaged entirely on the feet or primarily on the feet, Leon certainly at the advantage. And I think that that's just going to happen. So uh, I like Leon Edwards both for technical reasons, for personal reasons, for the fact that if if Colby wins, this MMA is going to just be awful for a hot minute because he's not going to fight Bilal Muhammad or whatever. He's going to try and fight Connor. So for the sake of all of us, boys, I'm taking Leon Edwards, taking him straight, minus 145. Uh, also going to be taking... The, the over in this as a parlay piece, over two and a half minus 450, that just seems like a, a, a very strong parlay piece to me. That's a, that's a parlay piece of all parlay pieces. I'm looking to get in on, on some of that. I, I am on the over four and a half straight, and I'm looking to add more. I mean, if you look at the way these guys do, 10 of Leon's last 13 have gone to a decision, many of those being five-round fights. The three that were finishes... All three of them came in the last two minutes of the fight. Like I cannot, I don't know when the last time dude went under two and a half was. It's it's been many many years. He's also never been finished. Mm-hmm. Colby is not like an elite level finisher, so I I don't I don't see Colby finishing Leon Edwards. Uh, and then Colby's a tough dude, man. I mean, I know he got dropped. I think it's the stats say four times in the in the two Usman fights. And then if you watch the Jorge one back, like he did go down to a knee on one of those shots and, and Leon is precise and has that ability to knock him down. But like, dude, he's tough and he keeps going. I know he's been stopped before, but uh, I just he's feel really like tough. this is this is a fight that 
that goes all five rounds uh, and we likely go to the scorecards. Uh, one thing that I do want to say about what you said, it really is like a lifetime ago. I am like now thinking back when ago. you said that it like it sent me on like a flashback. I remember what I was doing the last time Colby Covington fought. Like I lived in a different area. I didn't even live in the house that I live in now. Same. I was drinking twisted teas on a rooftop before going down into my apartment and watching boys. <laughs> Uh, with a friend that no longer lives in the city that I live in. And now I'm just <laughs> thinking about all the things that I've done since the last time Colby Covington fought. Several of my like, friends it, have had children who are like walking since the last yes, time Colby I, fought. Dude, I think I've probably been to like seven weddings since Colby Covington last <laughs> fought. Like I like I turned 30. Actually, I turned 29 and, and I turned 30 since the last time <laughs> Colby Covington fought. Like it has been so long ago uh, that like it's actually just just crazy. Um, for a lot of the things that you said, though, Jed, I am also on Leon Edwards. I will be riding with with Rocky on Saturday, uh, you know, because I do think if it's a standing affair, he's he's going to have the advantages. I thought he was able to, uh, you know, stop the wrestling of Usman enough. I know there's there's a different uh, level of pressure that comes with it when it comes with Colby Covington. He likes to weaponize that cardio. But uh, I do think if it stays standing, Leon is going to, to have the advantages there. Colby may, you know, be looking to out volume and outpace him, but I, I just feel like the the better shots will be landed by Leon Edwards. And you know, lastly, I just kind of want to, yeah, kind of want to rock with old Leon Rocky Edwards here. All of these are great. Tony, your thoughts on this fight? I'm I'm confused as to why we think Colby is deserved. Of a title shot. Oh God! We, no, this is a whole we, other can we of worms. Do not, I mean, I want, I want get, we do not. I want to get as a macro perspective. I think you guys talked about why Leon is a the better fighter. B why we should bet on him. But also, like he's just incredible right now. The last his last loss was 2015. Yeah, like to Kamaru the, Usman. Like what UFC was on Fox at that point. Think about how long ago that was. Oh my God! Right? Yeah, you want to do that? We're talking about Leon Edwards ago. lost. We're almost at eight. We're at eight years and almost nine years since the last time that Leon uh, lost. So I I love Leon in this fight, but for me, it's like why would the UFC? I get a piece of why the UFC would do it, but for a guy who we know is kind of fabricated, we know who's a character, uh, who's been dealing with you know out of octagon issues when it comes to the, to the lawsuit with George, and that's why he couldn't fight, and we get that. But there's so many better fighters and more deserved fighters to fight in this title fight. And we're giving it to Colby. Why? Because he he puts on a persona, he puts on a character. Like I'm interested in that part of like why you guys think after two years of not fighting, after a lawsuit against another fighter, after all the stuff that he's been through, he just jumps the, the line and gets to a title fight in one of the biggest cards of the year. Like, why is that the case? Dude, and then, like, not only that, like, if you want to just talk about merit, which which is a dangerous thing to talk about with the UFC because it's it's not always based off of merit, mm -hmm. you have a guy in Bilal Muhammad that fought the current champion, and it ended in a no contest due to an eye poke. Mm -hmm. He is also on a lengthy unbeaten streak. He has... Nine straight wins, 10 unbeaten. He has not lost since 2019. He has fought the best of the best. He has a win over Gilbert Burns, Sean Brady, Vicente Luque, Stephen Thompson, all of them ranked within the welterweight rankings. It's like he's the second ranked welterweight. Like, it's just like, it's nonsensical 
to give this guy a title shot over him. He's ranked above Colby Covington. Colby Covington right. is zero and two in title fights as well. Like it's just like it's almost like that. I've like kind of moved past the fact that it's just like oh, this guy does not deserve this title shot at all. And now I've just kind of accepted that the fight is happening. But like opening that can of worms up, you just like look at it. It's just like why is this dude getting a title? I shot? have a theory. My Please. theory, a chaos theory, it's a little bit. It Colby Chaos Covington theory. <laughs> like this is this is obviously full blown conspiracy. Um, my theory is that the UFC was like, bro, can we just cool it with the Masvidal? Let's just let's just let this Masvidal thing work itself out, and you can have a title fight because we we have other business to attend to. Obviously, that's deeply conspiratorial and probably not true at all, but. It makes as much sense as, well, Colby was the backup fighter, and we always give backup fighters the next title shot. Yeah, like, can well, we also address that? Like, Dana White, like, acting like it's just, like, the lock of the century. If you're the backup fighter, that means you're next in line for the title. And now we've had, like, four or five backup fighters be backup fighters and then not get title shots since Colby backup did the fighter win. now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, yeah, man. I love that. I love that Bilal is the backup fighter for this, and he is definitely not getting the next title fight. Like, uh, yeah, Dana yeah, White yeah. is going to say, we had to give, like, in the same breath, we had to give Colby this. He was the backup fighter, and Shavkat is next up for, for yes, Leon Edwards. Honestly. Like, that is Le- Leon winning. Leon winning is the best case scenario for Bilal, in my opinion, because you have that history there, and, like, Bilal just hasn't lost, and neither has Leon. Uh, but, yes, there is such a real world where Shavkat goes out there, just rolls through Wonder Boy, and mm-hmm. then Shavkat gets the title. If Shavkat wins at all, I think he's getting the title. Um, it, uh, like yeah, I think Leon yeah. has to, or Bilal has to hope like that Wonder Boy wins. And even then, it's still not like a lock for him. Is Colby fighting Shavkat? No. Col- Colby, I, no, that, no like way. I said, that's one of the issues in this fight. Like if Colby wins, which could happen, I don't think it's going to, but it can obviously. I don't know what's going to happen. Colby, Colby's for sure not fighting Bilal. Like Col- I think if that happens, Colby is just going to try to fight Connor. I get, and that's ridiculous. But like, why? Maybe he want like maybe Colby's like I want to run it back with Usman, and they let that happen. But it seems more likely to me that Colby just be like let me fight Connor. I don't care. Like this, this is all a joke anyway. So, I-, I mean, dude has fought four times since. December of 2019. Col- Colby Covington has no wins over people currently employed in the UFC's welterweight division. <laughs> I mean, I guess Rafael Dos Anjos uh, kind of counts. He's sort of been bouncing around, but he also like barely has fought lately either. So yeah, it's it, it makes no sense, but it is what it is, I guess. You know, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, another little. Uh, antidote i wanted to throw out two things that that never fail first one is mma math uh leon two straight wins over usman colby last two losses to the very same man kamaro Mm. usman you know that's just a little bit of mma math for you (laughs) never failed uh never failed and lastly might just be might might be worth taking a look at old fight ends in round five uh leon one of his last two have ended around five Colby, two of his last four have ended in round five. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. These guys like to end the fight in round five. Also, this fight, I think this fight uh, falls under the old person stat, right? For the like welterweight and below. Luke Thomas loves the stat. A couple other people throw it out all the time. Title fights with dudes who are like 35 and older. 
are like oh and 34 some outrageous stat like if you're old mm. and in these weight classes you just don't win title shots uh i i think that colby adheres to that but i'm not looking at the stat like off the top of my head so maybe maybe i have it missed but it, it's somewhere historically bad for that rate also question for you guys i got to imagine fighters fighting who have not competed in two years is a pretty pretty poor win percentage as well <laughs> Leon's also going to be like a decent bit bigger, three inches taller, two inches of reach. Like, and he's also like, he's, he's jacked to the gills as well. And a very, a very serious, like uh, to break the levity with something a little more lame. Uh, Also the way Colby wrestles is not as effective as Usman would be against Leon. Like Colby is much more shot cardio wrestler. Like he's going, he does not hold control positions the way Kamaru Usman does. So in the rematch, Usman scored like three takedowns or something like that ended up with five minutes of control time and still lost about pretty handily. Colby is never has control time. He gets you down and then you kind of pop back up. Leon's very good at popping back up. Like I just think this is a really good fight for Leon Edwards and uh, should show out on, on Saturday. What's the path for a Colby win? Like what, what can you guys think of in your, in a dream Pace. scenario or a nightmare scenario, whatever, like what's the, cause it's not going to be a shot that lands on Edward and then and knocks him out. No. At least I don't. It's just pace. I, I'm, yeah, I'm with Jed. Like you just like just pour the volume on. You outstrike him by like sixty or seventy strikes, and uh, you're you are successful with a few takedowns throughout, and you just outpoint him. Lee, it, that, that's what I feel like is the most likely. It has to look like the point. Usman first fight with Leon, except for not getting head kicked at the end of it, because like mm. Usman just. <laughs> Big point. Well, I mean that that was a big, yeah. that was a, a crucial thing. But <laughs> until that head kick landed, which still feels a bit like a miracle, the narrative was pretty clear. Like, oh, Usman is breaking Edwards. His he looked like he was being mentally broken. His corner with the big obviously moment that stands out of the come on, son, you're letting him bully you. And all of us are at home watching him be like, Yeah, that's true. Like he's yeah. just he's just bullying <laughs> Absolutely. you. Leon Edwards is is breaking right now and then out of nowhere. So I think it just looks like that. Only uh if you get to the twenty fourth minute and you're clearly winning, just run around the cage away from yeah, him. Just run. I, I, I have to say, like I I like what you said is correct, and I could absolutely see this. Just like just like the stats wise as well of like how a Colby Covington wins, like Outstrikes him 83 to 55, lands five of 12 takedowns, and racks up like 10 minutes of control time. And it's just like, all right, yeah, Colby won 49-46. That would be a terrible fight. I mean, the I mean, the Leon <laughs> Usman one was not a good fight until the head kick. Like it was exciting round one, and then it was kind of like, oh, all right, Usman's doing his thing. And then, you know, obviously all hell broke loose in round five. But uh can't wait for this one. I mean, can't wait. It even though, like, I don't think Colby deserves the title shot, just I'm with how interested. polarizing of a figure he is, it's always interesting. It's always funny to see him get up there and like drop corny ass lines at the at the presser and, and clearly rehearsed that. lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's looked he's in the mirror from like, the mirror twelve exactly. times over, and like he still kind of like stumbles through him a little it's, bit. His whole gimmick is just like. What if you were Chael Sonnen, but bad at it? Which is such right. a weird game. I mean, that's the perfect way to do it. And it's actually hilarious because Chael loves him. Like, yeah. loves because him. He, he sees, dude, it's it is like it's like when you try to copy the answers off of the kid next to you's test, but you you mess it up and you you get a couple of them wrong. And so it's just you just look shitty and not good at it. Because part of what worked for Chael is Chael was in on the joke. 
Like that was how it worked with yes. Chael because Chael's saying things that are over the top about feeding a bus a carrot. And he's like, it's kind of wink, wink on it. Colby is just deadly serious and yeah. misses like, and also can't say the lines. Right. I've also heard like he's, I've also heard like he's like behind the scenes. Like he's like such a he's, nice guy. He's the nicest dude in the world. If anybody you talk to and, and you don't have to take our word for that. Watch any interview pre him taking this heel turn. Like that's just yes. who he actually is. He's just, bad at this gimmick it's so dude he's also like i have to say man like the 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 superstars that are so great that draw you in like a mcgregor like they have this like high level charisma that you just like want to hear what they have to say like the embedded episode that dropped where uh colby like lets you into the house and he's just like what's up guys welcome to my airbnb i'm like he's, he has like a touch of awkwardness to him like he's not like smooth when yeah, he goes about he's it. That's because he's a loser, and that's I'm a loser. I'm a loser, so it's fine. Oh, let's be clear. I'm a yeah, huge like I'm watching loser, him. So who, who am I? Look, if, if you're a collegiate wrestler, you're probably a loser anyway. This is just like that's not an activity that a lot of cool people partake in, and it's just what it is. <laughs> I do find him funny sometimes, but like I, I like in a, I hate to say that like it's it's a little bit more of me like laughing, laughing at, him. at him than laughing with him. Uh, but he, it's always interesting when he when he's in play. So I am very much looking forward to to all the fight week antics and Saturday night. Before we exit on this, let me just say, Tony, this is how this is the answer to your question right here. Why is this fight happening? Because we spent twenty minutes yeah. talking about <laughs> yeah. this fight and about Colby Covington. They got us. They hooked us. They got they us. Hooked they, us. Got us. <laughs> they got us. I like, and I am not like a Colby Covington hater. Yeah. I'm more of just like a Colby like eh. guy's kind of a clown, right? Like show observer. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Co-main event. I mean, this this is just like I I I don't want to say guaranteed fireworks, but like man, it it feels it feels like we're gonna get fireworks in this one. It's it's right up my alley. Flyweight world title, Alejandre Pantoja taking on Brandon Roy Val in a rematch that we saw just two years ago. And right now, you can get Pantoja for minus one eighty five. Roy Val coming back at plus one fifty four. Uh, yeah, minus one eighty five right now. Soon as many men hits. Immediately mm-hmm. going to drop to at least minus 250. So try and get those bets in now. Uh, lines will adjust. There's no doubt about that. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I got a future taken on Pantoja. We've seen this fight before. We saw it two years ago. There's there's nothing that has changed in either of these guys' games that much that makes me not want to ride with the guy that finished Roy Val in the second round at the same price. He was essentially, Pantoja was minus 170 last time. He's right around that same number again. Um, I'm not hedging. I'm riding with the man. Ooh, I love that. Many men on eleven. Give me Pantoja. I love that for you, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on Pantoja. Not Pantoja straight. Um, though I honestly probably just should. I think he's gonna win. We watched this fight happen a year and some change ago. Uh, I think it's gonna be the same thing. Rival's on a heater, but this fight's gonna be super fun. But Pantoja's the better wrestler, better scrambler, better grappler overall. Uh, Roy Vall is that sort of chaos merchant who is going to give up bad positions to try and escape and make something happen. Uh, that didn't work out for him last time. I don't think it'll work out from this time. Maybe it's a little bit more, maybe he's a little more measured since this is the title fight, but I think when the bullets are flying, Brandon Roy Vall is, he can't stop himself. He is who he is. He's going to get after it. And <laughs> he gets after yeah. it. I love it. Like, I, I think it would probably be smarter for him to not do that as much in this fight, but I just, 
push comes to shove, it, you're going to be who you're going to be. It's how he wins fights, though. It is, but there's also how he lost this exact fight. Right, right, right. I understand. I'm saying, ago. like, I yeah. just, I feel like when push comes to shove, oh, yeah. like, he, that's how he's, he's You're done. just going to be who you go. are. It, it is a very rare fighter who is able to fight completely against type for five, like 25 minutes and pull off a belt. Carlos Condit once famously did it against Nick Diaz, but like it, it doesn't happen all that often. And I like Pantoja. I'm on the sub prop. Pantoja by sub plus 155. Just running it back basically from, from their last yeah. fight. Little carbon Pantoja. copy yeah. fight. I, I like Pantoja, man. He's a dog, dude. Like I I knew my bet was cooked on Brandon Moreno uh, when Many Men dropped. I, I was mean, like, oh, I was like, oh, God, wow. Oh. And I want to be clear when you say that. Uh, Damn it. Other fighters have tried to replicate it. And I went to uh, KSI Tommy Fury in Manchester, influencer boxing card, and not one, not two, Logan Paul included in this, but three fighters walked out to many men. And mm -hmm. I was just like, you can't have this. You can't have three guys walk out to many men on the same card. This is a sacred song. It is, it is potentially one of the greatest walkout songs of all time. And you got to do it right. You got to have a certain style about you. And Alejandro Pantoja has that. I would go as far to say at the current juncture, Pantoja owns many men as a mm -hmm. walkout song. Many will try to replicate it. Many men will. Mm -hmm. But right now there is only one Pantoja and there is only one man that can claim many men. And right now that is him. The line will adjust. And, and it's too like when you look back and I, I just love macro perspectives and I'm going to probably say it on every fighter. Like I love looking at a, at a zoomed out view and being like, dude, this guy was serving Uber eats. Like this guy's hungry. You know what I mean? Like not that Brandon Roy Val is not, but you look at somebody who's fought up the way that he has getting through Moreno, who one of, you know, arguably one of the best flyweights in UFC history after mighty mouse, after figgy, after all these guys, and it's like his story was incredible. But wait, not only we're we going to give you one story, we're going to give you a story better than that. And we're going to do it with this guy. And it's like he drops his, the line, he, Dad, are you proud of me? All that. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's goosebumps, dude. It's goosebumps. And like when, when you watch it, it's hard to root against a guy who's gotten it from the mud. And I know a lot of fighters get it from the mud, Moreno included. But there's something like that 20% bump where he was fighting against the elite guys in the division. And he's now the champ. And I, I don't see that changing. So I like the sub because obviously it was sub last time, but he's just he's just good, dude. Like I I really like uh, Pantoja. Uh, I will also be riding on the under two and a half. I mean, you said it, agent of chaos. That is Brandon Royval. That is that is the raw dog. That is the style. Eight of his last nine under the two and a half. Pantoja is very willing to engage in a similar style of fight. Five of his last nine under the two and a half, and obviously. We've as we mentioned, we saw this one two years ago. It ended in the second round. Um, yeah, Brandon Royval gets in there. I'm likely going to be looking to bet the under. Uh, got that bad boy. Minus 130, still available around minus 140. So, uh, yeah, going to be a sick fight. I don't see this one going to the cards. Uh, and I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun because how crazy it's going to be, it's always live for an upset. So... Looking forward to the co-main event of the evening. Let's keep it rolling on the main card. The featured bout, Shavkat Rachmanov taking on Steven Wonderboy Thompson. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. 
and Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Tony, I see you're shaking your head, man. Uh, how, how are we feeling about this one? I love Shavkat, man. He is just, he's the the fighter to me that like I love watching because he is so willing to put his face into the buzzsaw and just make things happen in the scrum of a fight. Like I love that about him. He'll go in, punches, you know, getting thrown at him. He eats punches like a dog and just keeps going. And I don't know what it is about him. I guess it's it's just the style of fight. I don't know if it's just I feel like he never talks, right? Have, have you ever heard him talk? I, I don't think I know what his voice sounds like. It's like Kawhi Leonard. Like, he, I don't know what his voice he, sounds like. He doesn't say much, man. He doesn't say much. He was actually okay. on the Omar yesterday. He was on the Omar yesterday, so definitely he doesn't say much, dude. He does not say much, man. Like, I haven't got to the times. episode yet. I mean, dude, I was laughing through a couple of these answers, bro. He is like a stone-cold killer, bro. They were like, oh, yeah, what was it like uh, meeting Triple G? And he's just like, yeah, he's a good boxer. It's just like, all right, <laughs> oh, shit. <cool."> okay. <laughs> He's kind of like Alex Pereira, where he just kind of doesn't yes. say anything and just like Any my dude, presence he, it is is enough. He rocks the giant, the giant, the animal on the head. Like yeah, also yeah, yeah. the Kazakhstan flag is so fucking sick. I love the blue. I love the yellow. I love how they rep their fighters so hard. Like if you go on his Instagram, like he's met with the president. He's met with like uh, the minister of affairs. Like he's met with the dude. He's like the of king war. over there. Yes, bro. Like he's going to the presidential palace and like he's he's not he doesn't even have a title yet. So like imagine if he wins a title plus. 17 and 0, 17 wins by finish, and he likes to keep it even. He he you can get it any way you want, man. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is equal rights over here. You can right. you can equal get right the stands. sub, you can get the finish. He does or I mean, you can get the knockout. He does not care. Eight KOs, nine submissions. Like I, I don't know how you can I I really don't know how you can pick Wonder Boy in this situation. Like, if you really want to get into the technicalities as well, like we've we've seen Shavkat grapple and grapple extremely effectively uh and like once he gets you down as well like not only does he have the threat of the submission but like the ground and pound is disgusting the precision that he finished carlston harris with oh my god he's like carlston harris is going for an upkick and he just like splits the legs and just like completely lands perfectly on the chin and puts him out like it was a it was a thing of beauty 
uh, to watch. And Wonder Boy, like if you look back, like I know he just had it. That was Kevin Holland was the last fight for him, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a, a beautiful performance by him, but we saw Kevin Holland getting takedowns and being like, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Sorry. Like we're, we're just striking. Like there's, there's a world where if Kevin Holland like really forces the grappling, he loses that fight. And now he's on a three fight losing streak because guys use grappling. Like we saw Bilal just wrestle him the whole way through. We saw Gilbert Burns have success in those. Like, I mean, he's, he's been taken down 12 times in his last three fights. And I have to imagine Shavkat being the fighter that he is, the IQ that he has in the cage, he's not going to be like, let's kickbox, dude. Yeah, let's stand up. Yeah, let's, let's just, just fight. kickbox. I feel like he will use the grappling, and and I feel like he's he's going to get this one done. How do you think he's going to get this one done? I mean, it, mm. it, it feels like it should be a uh, gimmick bet here to bet Shavkat by KO because he wants to keep the KOs and the subs even. Oh, that's a fun little gimmick. Uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm going a little off the board, though. You're going points. I'm going Shavkat by points. Plus 250. Like you said, never done it. Here's the thing. Wonder Boy, incredibly durable. Dude's been stopped the one Mm -hmm. time. I was at that fight. It was Anthony Pettis. Uh, It was one of the most shocking things I've ever witnessed in person because Wonder Boy was kind of putting the wood to Pettis. And then Pettis just does the cage jump. Right hand, we're done out of here. Uh, that's it. Like he's been in there with monsters. He's been hit by some of the biggest shots. Look, like, he's not a great defensive wrestler, but he's he's a safe enough defensive grappler. Shavkat, you know, finishing him can't be shocked by it. But we also saw Shavkat's last fight looked like he was going to finally go to those judges' scorecards against Jeff Neal before very pulling close. it out at the very very end. Uh, I, 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 at some point he has to, at some point he simply has yeah. to go yeah. to a decision. <laughs> he goes he just like go 35 and 0 with like 20 <laughs> title defenses and he, every win is by finish Goated. or no, he goes 34 and 0 with 13 title defenses and he has 17 submissions. I honestly, I hope that happens. That would be sick, but it, at some point, it's going to happen. We saw Jailton Almeida finally go to the cards in a fight yeah. that he should have, Derek by Lewis, every reason, should have finished I like that. that. I actually like that you're zigging where others zag, because I was thinking, like, if you want to have some fun here, uh, currently on Bet Bet.Online, uh, Shavkat to win inside the distance, minus 220. Uh, fight does not go to a decision, also minus 220. So uh, I, I I don't know what they're, what they're trying to tell me there, but... Uh, yeah, like I don't mind that zigging where others zag because I was looking at it. I was like, Wonder Boy is tough to get out of there. I, Wonder Boy is tough to get out of there. And like I kind of hate that we're gassing up Shavkat so much, like kind of downplaying Wonder Boy because I friggin' love yeah. Stephen Wonder Boy Thompson. Yeah, dude, it's – I mean he's he's been awesome for 15 years or however the hell long it's been. Uh, let me also tell you, on, on this exact same like thought process, I'm a really big fan of the over one and a half here. It's, it's minus, minus 170 like that. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When it first came out, I stared at it at minus 115 <laughs> and I didn't pull the trigger. And I, I, I mean, I strongly regret I would have absolutely that. mashed yeah. that. Stared just at straight. It. Stared at but it. But like minus 170 is still like, I mean, you could even use that as a parlay piece if you're really just trying to be DJ about it. Like, I, I just don't think like even if Shavkat gets this W. Like and gets the finish, I think it's gonna look like Jeff Neal, right? Like it's it's gonna be later. I was gonna say he's kind of like a like meticulous, like he like kind he's of not like forcing pours it on, and that's and that's how he finishes you. Yes, he's incredibly patient with with the way that he does things. Like I mean, if you look at it, like 
went over one and a half with Jeff Neal, went over one and a half with Neil Magny. Obviously, you know, Carlston Harris, Alex Oliveira, he finishes in the first round, but I feel like there was a, a massive skill discrepancy there where there might not be as much with, with Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Um, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I am par- I have Shavkat parlayed up heavy in two parlays. I got about five units of exposure on on Shavkat. I'm going to so take I don't the know over one and a half anymore. and put it into a parlay. I like that. I like the way you're thinking. I mean, when was the last time uh, old Stevie went under one and a half? Forever no, no, ago? No, 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 Pettis? No, 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 no. Wow. Was it Pettis? Johnny Hendricks in 2016. No, nah, Pettis was over the one and a half. The- yeah. Wow. So he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven straight fights go over the one and a half. You're kind of talking me into this, eh? Dude, I'm at minus one down. 170, that's just that seems You're like a really good price to me, man. Damn, I stared at one minus 115 with my mouth agape, and I was just like, nah, got <laughs> kills everyone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh cannot wait for that one. I mean, all of these fights I I just cannot wait for. Um, any other notes on Shavkat? Wonderboy. No, that was All also right, great because I needed another parlay piece, and I was considering uh, doing the under and the and the Comain, the Pantoja Royval. But I know you're on that. I was going to use an alternate one, but I got I got some weird concerns that maybe this fight is more competitive and runs a little bit later. You know, maybe so. I was like, I yeah. don't want to touch that. I'd feel better about this going over one and a half. Uh, all right, let's move on. Next fight, 155. Tony L. Kakui Ferguson taking on Patty the Batty Pimblet right now. Patty, minus 298. Tony, plus 240. Let's go to our own Tony. What does our own Tony think about <sighs> this Tony? Dude, let me, let me say something. Okay? Say it, Tony. So... I've talked to Tony on our show, the MMA Hangout. I've talked oh, to yeah. Tony. Tony's a, an awesome dude, right? Love what he used to do. Obviously, he's on a, what, four, five, oh, six, six fight losing yeah, streak? Six fight losing streak. <laughs> yeah, this, a- this past one, this past one on the BMF, uh, what was it? 90, 91. Th- uh, 291, yeah. 291. Uh, I was watching in Key West, and dude, Tony looked so good before that eye poke. That first round, man. He dropped Bobby Green. Like dropped him, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's no way!" Like, are we going to see the resurgence of of Tony? I I think that they've been feeding Patty tomato cans and hacks to try and build him up. Come on, Tony! They've realized. Wait a second, we don't really have the star we think we have here with Patty. Let's get him with Tony. Let's see what Tony can do. Give me Tony Ferguson plus two forty. Give me a kukui. Give me the namesake. I'm taking Tony Ferguson to upset Patty. Let's go. One last stand. He's been working with Goggins. Are you kidding me? Heroes aren't born, baby. Heroes aren't born. They're made. They're made in T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. I can't. Tony. Give me Tony Tony Ferguson. You work with Goggins. You go through Hell Week, and you're not going to beat Patty Pimblett? Give me a break. Tony Ferguson, big. <laughs> I took Tony plus 310. Oh, my God. You on, did it? On Sunday. You fuck yeah, I did it. You thought I just tweeted about it and I didn't take it? Nah. Damn my right. Someone said, on someone said, Connor, don't, don't do this. You're just going to get hurt. I said, you know what? I want to be hurt. I want, right. I want to feel the pain. I want to feel the wrath. I want those seven straight losses to course through my blood when it happens. Give me Tony plus 310, right. baby. Oh my God, you fellas! I I love the spirit 
I do. Uh, Tony, let me just say that you have fallen prey to the trap. That is, ooh, Tony looked real good before that eye poke. And ooh, Tony was Tony won that first round against Michael Chandler before he got that. Ooh, Tony, you know, showing a little something in there against Nate Listen, Diaz. Man, I- I forgot that he won the first round against against Michael Chandler. I might double down. I guess yeah, dude, great point by you, Jed. I forgot about that. I forgot that he won that first round. It's, it's, it's been a lot of the, yeah, to, oh, Tony's showing. And that's the thing. That's what happens when you get old, fellas. I'm an old man. Y'all aren't there yet. You'll figure it out. You can do some of the stuff you used to do for a minute. You can't do it all the time. It's like, oh yeah, like if I got to make a one one sprint, I can make one sprint. I got to make three of them. No, we're we're not doing that. And that's Tony. Tony can show you something for a minute, but for fifteen, he can't do it. I. That's why we're with Goggins. That's why we're with right. Goggins. We needed Hell the fifteen of back. All Hell of week. every human being who has ever competed in this sport. What man? needs Goggins the least. Tony Ferguson. <laughs> Tony Ferguson's entire career was built That's on exactly training why he like got Goggins and exactly. being a lunatic. Like there's he's getting nothing. That's a hat on a hat. Like just, let's get crazier. Not, let's get crazier. You need the no, next level is, though. Yes. He had to unlock that this next level. This is not the thing that's gonna help Tony here. I want to be real clear. I am absolutely not saying you should bet Patty Pimblet at this price. I think that there's, you know, a world where Tony Ferguson has value on him. And if you're mm. betting just because you want to bet with your heart, I'll never tell anybody not to bet with their heart. Oh, I'm betting with my heart up and down this card, and this is one of them. I, I'm just I, – I don't have that same affection for Tony Ferguson as many others do. I am not involved in that. What I am involved in is that for all the failings Tony Ferguson has, he is still one tough SOB. Patty Pimblett, not a great finisher. The over one and a half here, minus 220, I loved that. I jumped on that directly just as a straight bet doubled up, so two units on it. Love I it. think I, I'll be pretty shocked if this fight ends in seven minutes. You know, like it's if Patty wins, it's just he will out grapple Tony and maybe outwork him, but I, Tony's still shoe leather tough, man. So uh, I, I hope for y'all's sake that Tony pulls this off because it will not bother me if he does, but. Man, I would not Sharp trust him bows, with money. Baby. Mm-hmm. I, you know, one of my New Year's resolutions, I'm I'm not going to trust a man on a six-fight losing streak with money. I, I think that good that's thing probably it ain't a good the new bet. year yet, Jed. Exactly. It's still December. You got time. <laughs> exactly. I do not. I, I'm on the over one and a half year, and that's where I'll stay for this fight. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, in all honesty, like, uh, am I running to the window? No, but, like... Sometimes you want to be a part of something. Sometimes mm-hmm. you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And if Tony Talk Ferguson to pulls this off, that's it's going to be a very special moment. That's probably gonna, the people best are going to lose for, their for shit. this bet. Here is you can you can be part of something that you'll remember for for some time. Particularly if you're a Tony guy, like I had to take it on Tony Ferguson. That's what I'm going to be telling my yeah. grandkids as I exactly. age. I'll slowly get a stronger New York accent. But uh. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, guys, because again. A lot of people love Tony. I was never there. One of the fighters I loved felt this way about uh, put me through something similar. And I'm still waiting on on BJ Penn to get that last career win. Ugh. 
and it, it just never came. Yeah. I think. Weren't you on Robbie Lawler at International Fight Week? I was on Robbie Lawler at International Fight Week. That was a great one. That, that and that felt one. special. So I understand chasing the dragon, but I'm just trying to Jason give you the highs, other baby. side of it. Jason Hyde. I, I bet BJ Penn all the way down at, for this exact reason. I was like, oh, he's gonna beat. I was like, he's gonna beat Dennis. <laughs> That's a lot of money to lose, man. I didn't. So I didn't bet the last Frankie fight. It's like this is dumb. I probably. I think I actually bet Frankie. Was like, we know what's gonna happen here. Yeah. And I was like. Maybe he can take Yair down, and then he didn't. I was like, okay, Dennis Seaver's real bad. He could probably beat Dennis Seaver. Nope, Ryan Hall is grappling. BJ just has to knock out of the ground. It'll be fine. Nope, Clay Guida is old. Maybe, maybe he can win this fight. Nope. So I'm just saying, I'm trying to give you the other side, listeners. That's what can happen when you chase That's this why dragon. That's why we have you here. I mean, Patty Pimblett is 20 and three and he's undefeated in the UFC and he is going to be at a large age advantage in this one. Not just age, but body, just body yeah. advantage. Like it's just a fresher body. But he's not with Goggins, but, uh, so, you know, not with Goggins coming That's off an injury. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scenes will be great for that one, no matter what. I mean, anytime Patty gets in there and starts waving the arms around like a used car balloon, uh, <laughs> things get fun. And then obviously the fight itself will be great. So let's keep it rolling. Uh, last fight on the main card, welterweight division, Vicente Luque taking on Ian Machado. Gary, make sure you remember the Machado. Right now, Ian Gary minus 345. Vicente Luque coming back at plus 275. Um Man, uh, a lot going on around old Ian Gary as of late. Uh, he's getting hate. Wife's getting hate. Uh, you know, he's 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 going private on Twitter. He's turning comments off on Instagram. Uh, the disrupting, it seems, has finally uh, disrupted things. And now it feels like he's been a little bit disrupted. I mean, a lot going on, dude. Uh, and now he gets his toughest test to date in Vicente Luque, opening up the pay-per-view for UFC 296 a uh, lot of pressure on the kid a lot of pressure on the kid I'm very interested to see how he's going to handle all this he posted a video last night about uh, you know everyone hates me this is why they hate me you know basically suck it I'm about to be 14 and 0 um and hard to not believe him last two performances have been unbelievable 30-24 Neil Magny head kick first round against D-Rod uh he's only 26 like he's just getting better I mean, hard hard to bet against them. Um, I think he gets it done. I, I mean, there is a world, like we have seen him, like he kind of got clipped against Jordan Wright. He got dropped by Son Canan, and like Vicente Luque is no one to play with. Uh, but I, I think he's just going to continue to make improvements. I, I think he gets it done here. I fully agree. I'm super high on Ian Gary. I, uh, you know, it, this it does have the interesting wrinkle of where is his mind at with, with sort of the distractions. Um but I kind of just, and this is based off nothing other than vibes, kind of get the vibe that that's just going to make him better. Like that's just going to be a power-up mm. mushroom for him. It's essentially what he's like, saying. I mean, actually in the video, he used yeah. the Mario like oh, did he? little sound thing. <laughs> yeah, when he was like, all I do is win, win, win. Yeah. Feels like, yeah, he's just like pissed off. Yeah. Right? he. It, it seems like he's going to rise to this occasion. I think stylistically, it's a great fight for him. Um it would be awesome if Luque pulled it off because who's not a Vicente Luque fan, you know? Like, it's it'd be great. Uh, but I think Ian Gary, 
as uh, corny and lame as uh, the future is as a nickname, I do believe it is applicable to him. I believe he is uh, one of the future leaders of this weight class for the foreseeable time. And uh, I think he's going to get the W. I am parlaying him up. I thought about taking an inside the distance bet, but Luke is pretty durable. Um, and I'm just not really sure about it. So I just decided to go with a parlay. And then I'm taking just just a, a babyest of sprinkles on on the money ball, going Gary round three KO plus eight fifty. Oh, All right, I thought I've got, I've got another money ball that's real big money ball later in the evening. I thought you were about to say Gary by submission or something. No, no, no. Uh, I do think if it gets done, it's most likely a KO. I, yeah, I could see club and sub, but yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to the press conference. I'm looking forward to what he has to say with everybody yeah. on that stage, with Colby there, with just like all that stuff. Like that's gonna be really good. I just think his his body for that division, he's just so big, right? Six three, like just a big dude. When you look at him in the octagon, you're like, holy shit, like this guy's a solid, you know. I don't know what he gets to post, you know, post weigh-in, but he looks big. Yeah. And um He's just such a precision striker, it feels like. Skilled. He's skilled. Too, yeah, he's, he's super good. skilled. Like, he can kind of do it everywhere. And uh, I, I love Ian Gary. It's just all the stuff that's surrounding him. Hopefully, he he breaks through that. But it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot it of stuff like, to, yeah. to get through. I, I just like, sometimes it's just like, just chill, man. Just chill. Like, the Jeff Neal shirt, going on Vicente Luque's Instagram and commenting like, about his baptism, it was just like, yeah, soon enough, God will be standing to f- before you, and he's a blonde, six foot three welterweight. It's like, just chill, man. Like, just like chill out, that. dude. Just like, just like, aren't, aren't you guys boys? Like, just just calm it down a, a touch, man. This is a bit of a tryhard. I, I think, yeah. I think, as he gets older and more matured in the game and everything, that that stuff will kind of go away, and like he'll he'll become more refined in his in his out of octagon and someone just needs to tell him that he doesn't have to go seeking it like the stuff that you're saying is fine or doing but like it's don't be proactive it's better if it's reactive like what are the moments we think about with conor mcgregor that made him stand out it's reacting to jeremy stevens and being like who the fuck is that guy it's not picking a fight on some <laughs> dude's instagram pro i gotta tell you nobody has ever bumped their stock by picking a fight right, on an dude. Instagram post. I'm like, oh, and now the Neil yeah. Magny, the, the Neil Magny stuff coming out where Neil's like, yeah, dude, like now they're using that against me in like a court of law and stuff. When like yeah, he was just talking crazy. shit I, and he lost track of what he was saying. I have less uh, sympathy for that. <laughs> like that I just like, I, I, I think putting a mugshot on a t-shirt as a provocative maneuver is a little bit shitty. Um, I think rightly pointing out that dude says he beats his children is like i mean don't you choose your own words they are not you they're not using ian gary's words against you they're using your own words against you my man that that's on you i, I got a lot a lot less patience for the other stuff than for that one i don't think he actually beats his kids though i think he was just talking yeah but he shit but yeah lost what he but said. that's that that's on him also didn't he then be like yeah i do this well like that's again that's that's him talking shit that's not ian gary being like here you beat your children and here's the proof those are no, your words ian gary, no ian gary like dove into it like a million times over as well made it like a point of yeah. like why he beat neil magny so bad i think that's well one that has nothing to do with the court of law for, for any of this but again i think that that's fine like 
because that was in that was invited in to me. Like that is why sure. that's the line. Okay, yeah, that's your you, point about making. Yeah, you going, okay. you proactively putting a shirt with a mugshot on it. That that is less. I have less tolerance for that. You reacting to behind, somebody the behind the scenes of the Jeff Neal thing, and then like getting the shirt and being like, "This is so disruptive." I was like, "Yeah, just that's stop. exactly that's the stuff that I'm like, whatever." Thumbs down. <laughs> Uh, you can finish fights that are brought to you. You don't need to sure, go pick sure. them. I guess like at the end of the day, you kind of do reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. Like if you put out this, like you're always looking for something, you're always looking to pick a fight. Like you're going to find yep. it. Now it's kind of come back at him a little bit. Uh, but I'm very interested to see because I am high on him uh, from a skill perspective. And and I do think, like you said, like he does have a, a very bright future here. He's 26 years old. He's undefeated and he's looked fucking fantastic as of late. Um, so I'm very interested to see how he deals with the pressure. If he just comes out here and just rolls Luke, it'll be I will be thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. If he rolls like, Luke, be, he's fighting for a belt at the end of next year. I mean, he's got the heat with like, with Leon. It. Like that's that's another thing yeah. of it. Which like actually the Leon thing could could really work to his benefit if Leon remains champ and they have that heat cooked in. I mean, yeah, I it, it, he needs to come out and put a statement performance down. Uh, if he does, 2024 is going to be a big year for him. Fucking hell. Especially if they go, imagine they go back to Dublin. Like, they, I mean, yeah, I mean that, no that would be the be lineup, massive. right? He wins this fight. They give him a late, uh, late spring, early summer fight in, in Dublin as the headliner set up fight. And then into the year, it's a title shot like that. That's the path for him. If he can yeah. put a good performance on Saturday. Yeah, man, this main card. Just had, now that we've talked it's through so it, good. I'm just that much more excited for it. Like, I cannot wait for this thing, man. It's going to be incredible. Uh, all right, prelim time. Let's rip also through these really bad boys. Also, still really good, though. Is the issue. I know, because there's some great fights we got to get into. Yeah. Former champs. Dude, most of the prelim uh, fights are good. Like, there's uh, Let's see. I mean, if you go down, that I would get Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett has fought for an interim title. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Arini Aldana just fought for a title. Cody Garbrandt was a champion. Uh, I mean, you've got some names on here. Three people have been in title fights uh, in the next four fights coming up, so it's it's impressive. Incredible. All right, uh, let's start. Featured prelim. Going to send us right into that main card. Josh Emmett taking on a short replacement, Bryce Mitchell. Uh, right now, line is moving heavy towards Bryce Mitchell. My, minus 225 now wow. on DraftKings. Josh Emmett coming back at plus 185. Um, your guys' thoughts on this one? Uh, you know, Josh Emmett coming off that otherworldly beating uh, by Ilya Taporia. You know, got finished by Yair Rodriguez, but I mean, he's still uber talented. Yeah, I'm uh, taking a little bit from the Taporia fight uh, in a positive for Emmett in that, I mean, he he still got it, right? Like, he still has stuff to offer. Taporia is just a better fighter, but he didn't give up. I mean, he, he took a, a absolute shellacking early and kind of hung around. That sort of toughness is like that. That is good because he is getting older, and that's sort of one of those things that tends to fade your ability to withstand damage. Fortunately, Bryce Mitchell is not a dude who's going to put a ton of damage on you. The issue for Emmett is he, Bryce Mitchell, is a vastly superior grappler. Emmett is not a particularly strong defensive wrestler. Um, Bryce Mitchell is going to be a little bit bigger in there, honestly, I think, than Josh Emmett. Uh, the question for me is entirely how much cardio does Mitchell have on short notice? Uh, but if he is prepared to step in and kind of follow a Bryce Mitchell game plan, I think he can just repeatedly get takedowns and kind of hold those control positions against Emmett. Uh, Emmett's going to have to really keep this on the feet and swing those hammers and hope. But Bryce Mitchell's incredibly durable, man, like just incredibly durable. So 
I see why the money's coming in on Mitchell. Uh, I'm following it. I've got a bet on Mitchell by decision at plus 125, and I'm taking the over uh, one and a half in this at minus 250, using that as a parlay piece. I love Josh Emmett when it was against Giga, right? Like this fight was supposed to be Giga Chikadze. He got hurt. He's out. And I like Josh Emmett in that matchup. But against Doug Nasty, like I, Bryce looks so good against uh, Dan Ige. Well, not too long ago, a couple like month ago, yeah. two months yeah, ago, it was like uh, September twenty third or something. Yeah, like that. it was a couple months ago, and Bryce looked good. Uh, remind me, did Bryce take a power drill to the nutsack? Yes. Okay. Tough so guy. They did, okay. So just we're also sure. concerned about the cardio. He's got to be pushing around tractors and plowing fields. Like I feel like the cardio is one there. of in there. general. Yes. Uh, so he didn't take a power drill directly to the nutsack. His nutsack got mm. caught in a power drill. Slightly mm. uh, different, mm. arguably worse, different. frankly. Uh, different but same. <laughs> um, what you guys? What are you guys taking? A power drill to the nuts or a, a clean? Just you get you let Josh Emmett punch you in the face. One Josh time. Emmett punch, no Oof. question. Sign me I'll up be. I've already. I've actually already signed up for the punches. Yeah. No way I'm taking a power drill. No, and I'll probably just be <laughs> no knocked way. unconscious, no and that's better than being awake <laughs> for the power drill. Yeah. And two, like, yeah, yeah just. Uh, is nope, don't want anything to do with it. No. Uh yeah, Josh Hammond now 38 years old. Uh, you know, the the title shot kind of kind of came and gone, unfortunately, not being able to get it done against Yair Rodriguez. Uh he does, like I know we talked about his wrestling, and not a ton of guys have shot on him over his career, but like he don't he only has a 46% takedown defense, and like we know what Bryce Mitchell is going to do here. He's yeah. going to shoot takedowns. The guy does it against everyone. That is his game plan. Uh, and I'm with you. I I think he uses, you know, he has the cardio to go the three rounds, even coming in on short notice. And and I do think he's able to get the takedowns necessary and and, and get his hand raised. And I, I like that bet by points. Plus, just another little sprinkle here on why I'm riding with Bryce Mitchell. About a year ago, before he fought Ilya Taporia, I bought a pair of camo shorts as a gimmick uh, yeah. for the night. And I'm just going to come out and say they are the most comfortable pair of shorts that I own. I wear them in my leisure. Girlfriend <laughs> absolutely hates them. She's just like, oh, seriously, the camo shorts again. You're really going to wear those? And I'm just like, hell yeah, yep. they are so comfortable. They're, I mean, they're, they're amazing. There's, there's nothing better and when- they look uh, good. Yeah. yeah, they look great. When I rock a pair of camo shorts and a Georgia shirt, and it's just like, <laughs> oh- here he boy, comes. Boy, that's your Alpharetta coming out right there. God damn. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? It's just like, yeah, I live in New York, dude. Come on, come down. Uh, so, yeah, thug nasty for the dub. Uh, I think he gets it done. If Josh Hemmett doesn't win here, I mean, that's a that's a tough skid for him uh, yeah. for sure. Uh, let's keep it rolling. A uh, Another person that came up just short in a title shot, uh, you know, well, came up short. Irene Aldana taking on Carol Hosa at 135. Right now, Irene Aldana is a large, sizable favorite, minus 205. Carol Hosa coming back at plus 170. I got nothing on this fight. Uh, looking forward to, to Aldana getting a, a better matchup than Nunez. She is fun to yeah. fun to watch. Um, think she probably gets it done. Uh, but what say you? You guys got any bets on this one? So I thought about Aldana because I do think she probably gets it done, but I don't know i just don't know how much i really want to trust her there's a world where you're sweating it man there's a world where you're sweating it. i where she had the uh up kick liver shot it's KO, so weird. like on. <laughs> she was kind of losing that she fight, was dude. i mean that's an incredible thing but like that's pretty low percentage that that's ever going to pull that off talk about the money ball that <laughs> right, was that dude, was the money it, ball. it was one one and she was on the way to losing round three and i was like on her fuck. back i was like fuck fuck <laughs> 
So, uh, and honestly, I just don't want to sweat this. I've got some other sweats earlier in the car and I got some sweats later. I don't want to maybe have to sweat that. So I decided that instead I'll go the exact opposite of sweaty. It will be a gentle, cool breeze as I patiently wait for this leg of the parlay to hit. The Aldana Hosa over one and a half minus 550. Uh, I'm parlaying that up with the Mitchell Emmett over one and a half. Uh, and with the Edwards Covington over two and a half that pays out plus 102. I think I didn't really talk about it with Mitchell and Emmett, um, but it just seems pretty likely to me that that fight is going to go a little longer because Emmett very durable in general and Mitchell, the way he wins is not sudden. It is sort of an accumulation of, of effort over time. So is, is there an argument to be made for an over one and a half parlay? I had one. Like I'm, and then I, I'm thinking like Irene Aldana fight, the Josh Emmett fight, uh, the Tony Edwards Ferguson Covington. fight, you, you could, uh, the you Shavkat could do fight, Edwards coming. I'm talking like a, like a oh, seven a or eight one? leg over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like I'm talking like a Let's book sick. it. Let's yeah. do it. I'm yeah, in. a little pacifist. All right. We'll, at the end of the show, we'll, it together. we'll write down which ones we're in. going with. I love that uh, idea. But yeah. Any notes on this one from you, Tony? I like, I like our Aldana. It's, she ran into, you know, the lioness at her. Yeah, the greatest women's fighter of all time, potentially. Like, at, at, at the fight that she needed. You know, to kind of sail off into I the bet sunset. Aldana. I bet Aldana. That was uh, that was not an enjoyable. Yeah, that was one of those. She got peace. That was a tough one. It took, it took about three peace. minutes to be like, mm, probably Ooh, burn. The okay, money. probably burn yeah. the money. Get on your back. Let's go for the up kick. Let's go for the up liver <laughs> kick again. Come on, get on the back. Come on, Irene. Your best weapon. Let's use it. <laughs> I like her at two hundred five minus two hundred five, um, but I'm probably not going to touch it. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling then. A former champion, bantamweight division, Cody Garbrandt, taking on Brian Boom Kelleher. He's back. I believe it was neck surgery that put him out, a serious injury, but good to see him back in the octagon right now. You can have Garbrandt minus 198, Kelleher plus 164. Uh, I'll go before we get into the the breakdown. I am taking the under two and a half, got it at minus 110. Kelleher, 15 UFC fights, 10, knock on to a decision. Garbrandt, 13 UFC fights, 9, knock on to a decision. But, but more importantly, I still to this day, I do not trust Cody Garbrandt's chin. No matter who he's fighting, I know Kelleher isn't a knockout artist. But Kelleher, on the other side, has also been finished in five of his seven UFC losses. I, I think both these dudes are liable to get finished. I think Garbrandt still has that knockout power that we saw on his come up. Uh, and I think Kelleher could also get a finish. It would not shock me. Um, so as long as we don't get a repeat of the Trevin Jones fight, uh, I think there is there's a very uh, real possibility of a finish here. So I am on the under two and a half and almost evens. Um, that's interesting. I didn't even kind of look at the over unders here because I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I I am on Cody Garbrandt here, uh, just straight at minus one ninety. I don't even mind it. I think this is a setup fight for him. Wow, no love for Boom. Look, I mm. I think that this is 
this to me is one of the more obvious setup fights I've ever seen uh, for Cody wow. Garbrandt. And I'm not saying Cody can't lose a setup fight because Trevin Jones, he really blurred the line between winning and losing in that one. You know, it was it was a tough out for a fight that he should have clearly been advantaged here. Um, but like you said, I mean, Kelleher is not known for his for being a knockout artist. He's got like maybe one or two uh, knockdowns in his UFC career, but that's just not where his bread is baked. Uh, I think that this lines up really well for Kelleher to try and shoot. Cody Garbrandt's still very good defensively wrestling, uh, fast hands. And if you're not going to put his chin in jeopardy, and I don't think Kelleher is, then I have a little bit more faith in Cody Garbrandt to maybe not get back to that level he was when he was at his very, very peak, but to at least show out and look good. I think there's very, very real chance this can look a lot like the Rafael Sunsell fight, which we all thought Cody's back. So um, I'm taking Cody. I mean, shout out to uh, shout out to Garbrandt uh, at the end of one of the rounds against Trevin Jones after landing like five strikes, uh, then like dancing on Trevin Jones, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, you didn't throw any punches." <laughs> Look, it's, it's about it's about the mental though. You got to get yourself into that headspace. Uh, I like it. Let's cook. get back in there and sure, let's get a finish. However you want to do it, Cody. He's got to get off the snide too. Two straight losses or. No, 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 no. We had the we had the Trevin Jones. You probably just don't remember it because oh, yeah. he it, landed twenty six strikes. Over he also the course tried of real minutes. hard to lose yeah, it in I the third round. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I slept through that one. He almost, yeah, dude. It it unequivocally was Cody Garbrandt's most boring fight. Like with I don't even remember it it. It, it, it. it doesn't merit remembering other than to be like, oh man, remember that this dude was the bantamweight champion and now he is dude, struggling against Trevin Jones. Even in fights that he lost, the least amount of punches he had ever landed in a 15-minute, like this fight that went to a decision, was 63, and he landed 26 against Trevin Jones. So can I also throw out just one little thing? I haven't placed it, but I'm thinking about uh, a spicy little hedge here. Kelleher round one KO plus 1,000. Whoa. That'd be crazy. Because, I mean, like if you look at Cody's run here, he's – been knocked out five of his last like seven bouts. Three of those were in the first round. Like just think there if if I'm coaching Kelleher, I'm being like, dude, just come out and just wing hooks. Cause if one of them lands, Cody's fallen. Like that's just yeah. Just <laughs> right, come out right. and just gamble right. on swinging from the hip. And if he does, comes out early, gets a first round KO plus a thousand kind of big number. I think I might take a little headshot there. Listen, I don't mind it, dude. I mean that all you got to do is throw the hooks. I mean, this is the battle of the uh, of the short reaches here. 64 against 65. Yeah. You don't see that too often. Just just get in there, Brian. Get in there. Boom. With the hooks. See what happens. We're going to throw a little, hedge, a little hedge bet there. All right. I love it. Let's keep it rolling. Women's flyweight division. Casey O'Neill taking on Ariana Lipsky, the queen of violence right now. Casey O'Neill, king, is the favorite. Minus 198. Lipsky coming back at plus 164. Um, riding with King Casey O'Neill. She's a friend of the program. We tried betting against her one time. She found out. She won. <laughs> she called us on it. Not doing that again. Uh, so, yeah, right. riding with her. I, nothing more, nothing less. Not going not gonna to sit here and break it down. I'm riding That's with the her. best breakdown I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I'm riding with Casey O'Neill because she's just, go. she's just good at fighting. <laughs> um, I think she's quite good. I think Lipsky, this is a pretty bad matchup for Lipsky because – you know, they're both strikers, uh, but O'Neill can take it to the ground if she wants and has done. And mostly O'Neill just has insane, disgusting volume. Like 
Jennifer Maya was able to keep pace and outwork her, but they landed like 400 strikes or something in that fight. It was just an insane level of work. Lipsky can't can't keep up with that volume. Uh, I think Casey O'Neill can learn from her mistakes or losses, get better. I, I'm on Casey O'Neill. And I'm also taking a little money ball shot on O'Neill in round three, just as the Whoa. damage piles up. Uh, maybe she does get a late finish over Lipsky, who's been stopped a, a few times in her career. So plus 900, taking a little shot in round three, too. Wow, wow, wow. Mm. I, I got uh, real feeling? spicy. I have like 20-some-odd bets this week. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> how are we feeling, Tony? I'm going to I'm gonna ride with you. I'm going to ride with you with King. Yes, let's go. King Casey, shout out. Make it uh, easy. I don't know if she listens to this program. Hopefully, if not, I will pass on the good word. All of us are riding with her on the MMA hour. Hopefully, she hears that, and then, you know, the pressure's really on her at that point. All right, let's keep it rolling. Next up, light heavyweight, Alonzo Menafield taking on Dustin the Hanyak Jacoby. Right now, Jacoby is your favorite, minus 270. Menafield coming back at plus 220. Um, Y'all's thoughts on this fight? Uh, This is a fight that I probably would avoid betting if I wasn't having bets on every fight on this card. Uh, uh, I am avoid betting it. I am avoid betting I, it. This is my uh, my little break ski here. I think like normally I would, even though I actually sort of like the bet. I'm just taking Jacoby straight up, minus 200. Um, this is going to be a kickboxing bout, and Jacoby is a better kickboxer. Like it's it's the very simple breakdown, but it is. Um, Anyone have a line on fight ends by KO? Because I wouldn't mind that. Uh, let me see if I can pull. If I could get that near plus money. Fight ends by KO. I don't see a lineup. Yeah, I don't see it. I might have to wait on that one, but uh, yeah, I, th- okay. that would absolutely be a a viable bet depending on the line. But I mean, we've just seen him, Dustin Jacoby fight. He's just a very former Glory kickboxer, very very good. Cleo uh, Roundtree, big week last week. I, I yeah. think most of us, and by most of us, I mean people who watch the fight, believe Jacoby beat Cleo Roundtree. Officially, not what happened, but. Uh, I Minifield that I, I don't think has a diverse enough skill set on the feet to trouble him. So Jacoby straight is the bet. Love it. Tony, how you feeling? I'm going super chalk here, especially in early prelims. I feel like just going chalk is the way to go. I'm going to take Jacoby. Honestly, All if right. you just I'm bet not chalk, bet this one. I'm, I, I want to do a breakdown. I'm pretty confident if you just bet favorites this year, you would be plus money. For sure. If you just bet every favorite, years. every card, I think you'd be ahead. I, I mean, that's essentially what I do. I mean, I only bet – if it doesn't have a money sign next to it or a minus sign next to it, not, I don't not want Not invested. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling. Next up – Except Mets. Tony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except, Except Tony. for this that next fight, time. baby. Next up, Tagir Ulenbekov taking on Cody Durden. And, uh, yeah, right now you can get Tagir minus 170. Cody Durden coming back at plus 142. You said this next fight. Is that a, uh, you're hinting at taking Mr. Cody Durden? Probably. Atlanta's own. You've got to. This is, this is your boy from Alpharetta. Wow. And look, earlier in the show, you were talking about camo shorts and a UGA shirt. Let me tell you a man who probably dons that outfit in his spare casual time as well. It's Cody Durden. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Alpharetta's you're own wrong. man training in a gym 50 feet from your childhood home. You're going to pass him up plus money? Fucking hell! I thought we might get a. Uh, I thought we might get a, a Cody Durden like plus three and a half, like maybe like a playable line, but it's minus two fifty because I think this one goes to a decision. It seems very likely. Uh, 
And like Cody man, Durden like, does not like flyweight unders. So yeah. No, no, Cody Durden <laughs> hates them. Uh but the like gospel to gear, man, it can get dicey betting to gear. Yeah. Like, and I just have to say, I went I was going through his Instagram and uh a couple months ago he took a picture with Islam Makashev and he had a, a bald head. And he looked tough, man. He looked <laughs> kind of scary with the bald head. Can confirm he has grown his hair oh. back out. A lot less scary. Mm. A lot less scary. I was like, man, you looked pretty. You looked pretty sick with the bald head. Might have been a bet if you if you had stayed bald. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, if you look at it, like when he when he's fighting like solid grapplers, it's tough. He struggles, it's, dude. That, that that not Cemento one. I don't know if he won that one. That was a split. And then when he fought Timmy Elliott, I don't know if he lost that one, but he lost. Uh, haven't seen him in a year, dude. I mean, it's just, dude, even, it's even just like the Bruno Silva fight, like just dudes who can compete with him in grappling make the fight mu- like mucky and dude, yeah, like that's like kind of the perfect way to describe. Perfect way to describe it's a gear fight. Like if you're holding a minus two hundred ticket onto gear, like it can just get mucky fast. Where you're just like, yeah, what's the live line? And it's like minus one ten each way. It's like, yeah, shit, what have I done? Yep. <laughs> and so I looked at that, and then I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure Cody Durden's Alfred boy. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how it. can I not? How can gotta I not, dude? It. All right, I think I'll add Durden. I think Ooh, I'll add go. Durden. Let's go. Why not? Why not? I mean, he, he is from. The A-L-P-H-A, Alpharetta. Uh, it's not Beta-Retta. I'm just saying. Not Beta-Retta. Yeah, it's not. That's a good point. That is a good point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you only get so often to rep your own. Uh, why not Why not rep the man now? Uh, he fights out of uh, Big Dog's gym, right? A son's house? Uh, yeah. Well, it's I think it's technically the Lima Brothers gym. But yeah, a son's house, Diego Lina, ATT Alpharetta. And plus, look, man. We've been backing Cody Durden this year as a result of uh, the Alpharetta Connect two and zero. Like he's he's been doing the work. So one more time. All right, let's do it one more time into the fray. We'll be adding Cody Durden as an underdog. Uh, let's do it. Let's get mucky. Let's get mucky. Come on. Uh, all right, just a few more fights to go here. Let's get into it. Andre Touchy Feely taking on Lucas Almeida right now. Andre Feely, your favorite. Coming in at minus one seventy-five. Lucas Almeida coming back at plus one forty-five. Uh, I don't have a side on this one, but I did take the under two and a half, not because of Andre Feely, but because of Lucas Almeida. Sixteen career fights, one decision, nine have ended in the first round. Not great fighting Andre Feely because he does go to a boatload of decisions, but when you when you got a guy that almost exclusively ends fights whether he's winning or he's losing uh and you're getting essentially evens on the under two and a half i, I like to play that we are at odds i think for the first time really this week. let's go uh, so you're taking the andre touchy feely i'm taking andre touchy feely uh by decision at a robust plus 225 because like i think to me this fight feels like wow plus 225 that's, why, that's what i'm saying like, baby only wins by decision Wait a plus, second Plus, so here's how I visualize Feely winning this fight. I think he's got to go to the wrestling. I think he's got to take advantage of his uh, his edges in the in the takedowns. And uh, look this up because I decided to actually do some prep work. Every fight he has landed four more takedowns, he's won, won a decision. He's not getting finishes when he's repeatedly going to the wrestling. It's going late. He's winning decisions, plus 225. That's, that's a pretty big number for what I think is the most likely way he wins this fight. 
And he's also a minus 170. Yeah, so you're so getting 390 points yeah, of change, 400 points of, of change off that. Um, anything on this prelim fight, Mr. Tony C? Juice. Juice, Juice. I'm going touchy feeling. <laughs> I mean, all he had to say was plus 225 on the. Uh, on the uh, 225 by points, that's not bad. I'm already on the under two and a half. So I ain't taking them, you but, uh, should definitely not take it since it yes, that's not flies bad. directly that's not opposed bad. to your other bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling. Heavyweight bout Shamil Gazeev, the undefeated debutant, taking on Martin Budai right now. Martin, your favorite, minus 148, Shamil plus 124, and boys. I'm going against the chalk here. I'm going against the grain. Yes. Shamil Gaziv. Look at plus that body. 155. Tell me. Tell me. Look at that body. Let's go. That's a wolf pack wager, boys. That's dogs on the same side. Uh, yeah, on man. A prelim I mean, Shamil. heavyweight fight featuring a UFC <laughs> debutante at plus 110 or something dumb. What could go wrong? Uh, yeah, dude. Um, I mean, the guy, like, yeah, he's a debutant. He's fought 22 times since 2018. If you're talking Amy and pro, undefeated pro, 11 and 0, has fought some decent competition. Like, I mean, he he knocked out Darko Stosic earlier this year, former UFC fighter. Like, put him out cold. He has got power in the hands. Got a nasty little rear naked on the Dana White Contender Series as well. Like, he has finishing capability, and you know, like. Isn't a big finisher in the heavyweight division. That's our man Martin Budai. Like he's uh most likely outcome for a dub is is by taking you to the points. And I haven't been overly impressed with the guy in the UFC. Chris Barnett, yeah, he was like nine inches taller and had like a 10-inch reach advantage. So yes, technical decision win. Jake Collier, Lukas Bretsky, and Josh Parisian. That's just like the four horsemen of like low level heavyweights. Um, so I'm not, except for Chris Barnett. Chris Barnett's our guy. He's a goat. Uh, another Athens guy. Shout out. Um, but yeah, Shamil Gaziv. Come on, Tony. Come on, Bahrain. Stand up, All Bahrain. Out Let's there. go. All our Bahrain listeners, stand up. Tony, how how are we feeling about this prelim heavyweight bout that Connor and I are exposed Heavy. on? Debutant, Bahrain. I I love it. All I had to do is look at Shamil's body, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, that guy performance. Bombs. That's six four too. He's looking like that's that at six four. Performance. That man should be with a body like that. That guy should be five two tops. But he's he's yes. rocking that at six four. Look at that body, dude. Come wow. on, dude. That guy, I'm in. That's a guy that throws lumber. That's a guy. <laughs> yes, that, that is absolutely I mean, the guy that throws. He's just punching mountains, I feel like. He just stands up next to a mountain, just throwing yes. hands at a mountain. I yes. love it. Martin Budai, if I'm not mistaken, like, it's he's Slovakian. I don't know why I had, like, a, a hint that he was French. Is it just his last name? I think that it's just the that? way that we say Budai. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that might be it. Because I was going to say, there's pictures of Shamil with Cyril Gunn, you know, kind of the face of French fighting right now. And I was going to be like, man. No love from the old country. He's, he's learning the way of the Frenchman, but that would be incorrect because Martin Budai is Slovakian. So there's uh, nothing there. If, uh, Shamil Kaziv, be a hero, bro. Be a hero. Well, yeah. I want I want it to be clear. The three of us are are in agreement here, but actually it's the four of us, Connor, because it's been a minute. Oh, it's been a hot baby. minute. Tell me what we got. We brought it back for this prelim heavyweight fight. It felt time for the chat GPT bet of the week. Wow. One last one in the year of our Lord 2023. And here's what chat GPT has to say on the matter. 
uh, because this also informs. I took a, took a moonshot as well. I'm doubled up oh, on this we fight. Got, I'm a we hero. got money balls. We got moonshots. I mean, this is the NBA three is, point competition. Uh, Let's go. Chat GPT in the final frame. Kaziv unleashes a thunderous overhand right, sends shockwaves through yeah, the arena. Rocks Bidet yeah, set the stage for a dramatic conclusion. Seizing the moment, Kaziv capitalizes on his opponent's vulnerability, unleashing a barrage of strikes. Budai tries to struggle valiantly through, but uh, Gazeev connects with a powerful left hook that sends him crashing to the canvas. The referee intervenes. So I am also taking a moonshot on Gazeev by around 3KO plus wow. 2,500. Damn. That's a big number. Big I number. guess I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't think they're going to make. They it definitely long, but, don't uh, think this fight's going into the third round. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to Gazeev. Chat shout GPT, out to fourteen and seven on the year, plus five mm, units. Wow. So wow, that ain't bad. That that's ain't not bad, bad at all. Chat, dude. Look, the robots know some stuff. Is all I'm saying, and they believe <laughs> uh, that Gazeev is getting this done. Let's do it. Be a hero, Shamil. The world is yours, my man. Uh, Let's go to the curtain jerker, the first fight of the night. The last fight that we will talk about, Randy Brown taking on Muslim Salikov in the welterweight division right now. Randy Brown, your favorite, minus 270. Muslim Salikov coming back at plus 220. Uh, I am on Randy Brown. I took him at minus 188. Uh, he's going to be six in, six years younger. Uh, I mean, Salikov is getting up there, dude. He's uh, 38, 39 years old. Mm. Four inches taller, eight inches of reach, man. He's going to be able to use that range. I think this is going to be a strictly standing matchup. I don't think Muslim's going to go to the to the takedowns too much. I was like Randy, dude. Not only is a he, he's a real nice guy. I like supporting Randy, despite his name, Rude Boy. He's actually a Rude very boy. nice, pleasant man, uh, dude. He's ten and four in his last fourteen. All of those fights coming in the UFC, and the only guys that he's losing to good opposition, good guys. Jack Della Maddalena, uh, like top fifteen Luke dudes, Bilal, and, like. Damn yep. good fighters. Luke Abelop and Nico Price. Uh-oh. I think Nico Price is the only one that wasn't ranked uh, in his last 14, like putting it together. Plus, like, I do have to throw this out there. Muslim Salikov lost to Nicholas Dalby, uh, and he's not Brazilian. He's not Brazilian. That's a shameful act. I mean, if you're Brazilian, then, yeah, I mean, no that shame can be excused. That Nicholas Dalby becomes a superhero against Brazilians. But, uh, I mean, if you're not a Brazilian, I mean, that's just another night at the office for Dalby, and you're going to lose that. I mean, that's... It's not a good look there, Muslim. So yeah, Randy Brown, shout out, repping with him. I I probably would have bet Randy had I realized, had I thought about the Nicholas Dalby angle of all of this, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is a fight that, again, I probably wouldn't have bet otherwise, but I needed action. And what the action I found was, we're going, going back to the well on the over one and a half, boys. Wow. Uh, look, Solikov's hit that over in his last five fights. Uh, he gets finished or like he gets finishes or gets finished but tends to go a little later randy brown has gone to a decision in four of his last five fights i mean the the two dudes take a little bit of time so the over one and a half it's only minus 265 uh parlayed that with ian gary and um added in the shavkat wonder boy over one and a half for a plus 177 on those three legs let's mm. go any jamaican Juicy. parlay out there randy brown uh leon edwards Ooh. the book in jamaican parlay Ooh. See now that would have been a terrific idea. I didn't even think about that. Start the night with the you know repping the Jamaican flag, Randy Brown, and the night Leon Edwards. Man, reps United Kingdom, but also Jamaica. Oh, I might. I straight up just might have to add that. <laughs> I don't, it wouldn't be bad. You don't have enough. I don't. Though, I mean, only have twenty two different have bets bad. out. I don't. <laughs> uh, all right, let's build this over one and a half parlay. 
Uh, Let's build it. The pacifist parlay. Dude, the Jamaica parlay pays one twenty plus one nineteen. Okay. Sorry. Okay, we're okay. adding Jamaica in. Why not get Let's more go. exposure? Uh, I got I got a gift set. It's like uh, the coffees around the world, and it came with like uh, coffee from uh, Indonesia, Yemen, Hawaii, and Jamaica. Tried all four. Jamaica, far and away the best. I was blown away. I didn't even know mm. Jamaica did coffee like that. But uh, Blue Mountain, I believe it is, uh, is is where it's where it's made. So yeah, I mean. I'm going to start my morning with a cup of uh, Jamaican coffee. A little rum in it? Randy I've Brown got some Jamaican it. rum go. that's delicious. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to put any rum in it. It's going to be about 9 a.m. I'm going to have to stay up till 2 <laughs> well, to watch that one. Don't judge me how I choose to live my life, Connor. Uh, all right. We definitely want Brown and Solikov. That's what you're saying. Do we want Tagir and Cody? Uh, what is that? I don't, don't hate that. I mean, this is... Over one and a half for Tagir and Cody. What's that going to look like? I don't know. I didn't even know if we have over one and a half set. Out I don't on, see uh, it up yet. I mean, eventually we will get an alternate there, but yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, damn. Bet three six five here in Jersey has most of them, but not those really early ones. I'm getting over two and a half rounds. Yeah. on my book, you're going to get over one and a half at some point. We're going to take the alt because we're scared. Because we're scared little boys that don't want to take the over two and a half. We we need that yeah. extra little. Plus, line. the gimmick is better uh, if it's over one and a half for all of them. You know, right? Yeah. So, all right. So we want. I say we we take Tagir and Cody in there. I feel like that one goes long. Okay. Uh, do we want O'Neill and Lipsky? No. I we're going to have plenty of legs on this. We yeah. probably don't need to add more. Aldana and Hoso, we definitely Love that want. One. Uh, Emmett and Mitchell, we're taking. Yep. Uh, Ferguson and Pemblet. Yep. Uh, Rachmanov and Thompson. Let's do it. That that one is one that might be a sweaty leg, but it's fine. Oh, it's gonna get sweaty. It's gonna get sweaty. But I want this to be sweaty. I mean, this is ridiculous. And then Edwards and Covington to finish it. So seven legs. Uh, that'll probably pay out around, you know, here, I'll add everything but the, uh, to gear and the brown one. I I've got those available to me. All right. So it's, uh, let's, so we're clear. It's, we've decided brown to gear. Uh, what else did we, Aldana, Aldana Emmett, Ferguson, Thompson, Ferguson, Edwards. Okay. And Edwards. Correct. So that is, I'm going to get us it with five of the seven legs and tell you where we're at. Da, 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 da. Dun, 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 dun. That's me buying time as I create this parlay. Uh, Bryce Mitchell, and we're going to go Tony Ferguson, and we're going to go Shavkat, and we're going to go Leon Colby. I mean, we're at plus 318 right now, and we still are going to add two more legs. I love it. I love this. So we'll probably we'll probably get to around like plus six, seven that legs. That seems spectacular. Little pacifist parlay. Don't mind that one bit. Um, that'll, and that's that'll that. Be my fourth parlay of this fucking <laughs> This was uh this was a ninety minute podcast, but a rightful ninety minute. This podcast, deserves ninety. I, I think this deserved ninety minutes. I'm just that much more excited. Uh, we're actually recording this around noon. Uh, on Tuesday, I'm about to. I'm about to pour up a cup of Jamaican coffee Let's and go. watch Countdown and just Ooh. really just get hyped. I mean, I, it's always good when you already have Countdown watch and you've watched all the embeddeds and then the presser. It's a good time to be alive, boys.
It's a good time. 296. To Let's go. Uh, any parting words uh, for the audience here, gentlemen? I uh, love being on the show, guys. Thank yes. you for having me on. Totally. I think I've been on two or three times this year, yeah, which has been awesome. You're the biggest recurring guest. You are the man yes. of people. You, you're uh, front you're runner the... for third chair. Like you're yes. just people's I mean, champ, yeah. baby. Let's go. If, if a third chair is ever added, it will be I'm here. old Tony C. I can guarantee that one. We very much appreciate you coming on. Uh, Let's go. In terms of when we will be back, first week of January, this is the last UFC card, so we will be back first week of January with a year-end recap and future bets so we can give out a ton of bets that will not hit. I think I have like 18 futures. I'm going to be lucky if two of them hit, uh, but they're fun. I mean, they're amazing to do. Uh, enjoy bowl season. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the holidays. Um, that's, that's critical. Please enjoy yeah. the holidays. Everyone, yeah. and I'll probably throw out, you know, just a, a meme just for the likes, but... Uh, Enjoy the time away from the UFC. We have so much UFC. Just enjoy the enjoy the break, boys. It was a great year too. Oh, great. Just sit back and think of all the good fights that we had this year. You can be thankful do, you for can that. do that when you watch the MMA Hour Award show on January third. Exactly. I can promise you that. We'll be recapping the whole year. Uh yeah. Twenty twenty three in the books, man. We Banger. broke down every single UFC card. I have to say that's that. a that that's was, a good amount of them. Forty some yeah, odd fight I don't, cards. Don't want to say that's a great feat, but it is an accomplishment. I'll say that. It, it is. And now now we get a month to rest, basically. Before now we, the next now we rest on our laurel, laurels after a big winning weekend at UFC 296. Looks like it's going to be a winning year for me unless disaster strikes this weekend. <laughs> if I just reverse sweep on like 25 bets... Uh, Honestly, that be would that. be incredible. Like, uh, would be a great time, actually. And I would have to do it on the watch party, too, in front of the world while they watch me have a mental breakdown. Uh, all right. That's it. 296. Enjoy. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Tony, for joining. Always. We will see you in 2024. Love y'all. Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.